Please refrain from posting reviews of your experience as this may be considered testimonials and are prohibited by the Securities Exchange Commission, SEC. Like should not be considered a positive reflection of the investment advisory services offered by Gradient Advisors, LLC, GA, and or their investment advisor representatives. This is Financial Focus with Jeffrey Bird from Financial Concepts. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Jeffrey provides his clients and prospects the information they need regarding social security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financials, provide helpful strategies to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now here is Financial Focus with Jeffrey Bird. Hello and welcome back to Financial Focus. My name is Jeffrey Bird from Financial Concepts Wealth Management. If you would like more information about what you hear during the show, please give us a call at 702-346-1335 or visit us online at www.financialconceptsmesquite.com. And while at my website, click on my radio page to check out past shows and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Well, I'm certainly glad to be back after taking the last part of the summer off and certainly enjoying the cooler fall weather. The other day I was channel surfing recently and came across the Ziegfeld Follies, a comedic 1945 musical starring Fred Astaire, Judy Garland, Gene Kelly, and Lucille Ball, and a laundry list of other prominent performers of that era. It's one of those movies that you don't see much anymore. It's full of bright colors, lots of upbeat music, and general silliness. It left me with a smile on my face, but it also reminded me of how much I love the word folly. I've often used the phrase financial follies with my clients as we're talking about their current financial strategy. Financial follies just sort of rolls off the tongue in a way that I like. And more importantly, I'm able to emphasize that a financial folly isn't a financial catastrophe. Because unlike with many financial catastrophes, the occasional financial folly generally allows you to make a strategy adjustment before your financial future is heavily affected. Accordingly, we'll spend today's show going over some of the biggest financial follies I've encountered during my career and what you can do to avoid them. A well-done Investopedia article, 10 Most Common Financial Mistakes, jumped out at me because it nicely sheds light on some of the things I've seen in my own career. The article's first critical financial folly is overspending on things you don't really need. When I point out things to clients that they're spending a lot of money on and ask them, do you really need this? They often emphatically say yes, but as we chat more about it, their emphatic yes often becomes, yeah, probably not. I like to use lunch as an example. If you're spending $30 a week on an afternoon meal, it can be easy to think $30 isn't going to make or break you. But let's broaden the numbers. $30 a week is $120 a month. That already sounds differently, doesn't it? How about this? $30 a week for 52 weeks is $1,560. Most folks I work with have better ways to spend $1,500 a year than at a drive through Another easy place to drain your bank account drip by drip is with ongoing payments, whether they're monthly or yearly. Amazon Prime, 
cable TV, streamers, gym memberships. The recurring payment trend is getting more common. And with something like Netflix, you may say to yourself, hey, what's the big deal? And if it's just Netflix, you're probably right. But if you have Netflix, Hulu, HBO Max, Apple TV, Disney Plus, and Spotify, now you're talking more like $1,000 a year on streamers. That's a lot of entertainment. How much of it do you really need? Also remember that entertainment is more than the view from your living room couch. If you tighten up some of your streaming expenses, you may have more money to enjoy a night out with friends or a weekend getaway. Relying too much on credit cards is another common financial folly. Credit cards are a critical tool for millions of Americans who use them for gas, groceries, and other necessities. But you must be careful with them. If your card has a good rewards program and you're vigilant about paying off your balance each month, paying for many things with a card isn't necessarily a bad strategy. But if you can't pay off the balance each month, you may want to use your debit card instead. It's no revelation to note that while millions of cars are sold every year, few of them are purchased outright for cash. Most folks are financing their new ride, which means they're paying interest on an asset that's losing value every day. If you're a person who trades in a vehicle every few years, you're likely losing money on every trade. If you're financing a vehicle, it's imperative to get what you need at the best possible price. So, what kind of advice would I give a client who has 200,000 miles on their current vehicle and has a little choice but to upgrade? First, remember the words want and need have different meanings. You may want an SUV that seats eight, but if you only have one child still living at home, do you really need it? Sticking to needs rather than wants will likely save you money. Secondly, remember SUVs cost more to purchase, insure, and fuel. Going a little smaller means fewer trips to the gas station, and you don't need to be a financial services pro to know fewer fuel-ups keeps more money in your pocket. Finally, and perhaps more importantly, if you focus on models that are a year or two old, you'll likely get many of the safety and entertainment features you want while letting someone else take the depreciation hit. I know people have reached a point where they're able to purchase brand new rather than gently used. In most cases, they choose new because it's a status symbol. But just because you can afford something doesn't make it a smart financial move. The logic that we use for buying a vehicle can also be applied to purchasing a home. American homes are getting bigger. Five bedrooms, finished basements, four-car garages, bonus rooms, and more. If you have a large family, you may need all of those things. But if you're a family of four, do you need 5,000 square feet? Here's something I stress with my clients. Don't forget about taxes, upkeep, and utilities. The bigger the house, the larger the heating bill. A three-bedroom house with a two-car garage not only comes with a smaller sticker price, it also means less upkeep. While those cable shows about purchasing a home and remodeling your current home can be a lot of fun, I do wonder if they create a false sense of reality. A gourmet eight burner gas stove might be nice, but who really needs one? Another financial folly I've seen is relying too much on home equity. 
Refinancing means you're getting a stack of cash but are giving away ownership to somebody else. If refinancing means you end up with a lower rate or that you can quickly pay down some high interest rate debt, it may be a smart move. But refinancing should be viewed with considerable caution. A home equity line of credit may be an alternative because you're basically using the equity you've built in your home as a credit card. But caution is again vital because this step may mean you pay interest on the line of credit funds used. The article's next financial folly is living paycheck to paycheck. As it notes, in June of 2021, the U.S. household personal savings rate was just 9.4%. That means many folks are living paycheck to paycheck. I get it, life is hard, especially in an economy full of COVID-19 uncertainty. If you're living paycheck to paycheck, I don't want you to feel like anybody is knocking you. But if you don't have some savings and the refrigerator dies, you're gonna have a problem. Most financial services professionals recommend having three to six months of living expenses saved. I know that can be a tough road, but if you get there, you will have achieved something important. If you enjoyed the show today, please visit www.financialconceptsmesquite.com and click on my radio page. Also, be sure to subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. And finally, if you would like more information on what we discussed today, please give us a call at 702-346-1335. Thanks again for listening, and we'll talk to you again next week. Be safe and God bless. Thank you for listening to Financial Focus. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Jeffrey Bird at Financial Concepts. Call 702-346-1335 or visit them online at financialconceptsmesquite.com. Jeffrey Bird offers investment advisory services through Gradient Advisors, LLC, Arden Hills, Minnesota, 877-855-0508, and SEC Registered Investment Advisor. Gradient Advisors, LLC, and its advisors do not render tax, legal, or accounting advice. Financial Concepts, Inc. is not a registered investment advisor, is not an affiliate of Gradient Advisors, LLC. Insurance products and services are offered through Jeffrey Bird, independent agent. Financial Concepts, Inc., Jeffrey Bird, and Gradient Advisors, LLC are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives. Representatives prior to implementation.